Hey everyone, this is Coach Tall Guy. This is another episode of Coach Talk. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you're joining me from colorful Colorado, welcome. If you came across this podcast from some other part of the country or the world, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, yeah, feel free to subscribe. Today I'm going to be talking about uh, small sided games and how to incorporate that into your training and why it's so important that it is part of your training. And I'm going to just dive right in. So a while ago, it used to be there was this concept of like as small sided games was coming more and more about throughout the country, like people would say things like, well, it's not the real game of soccer, you know, real soccer is 11 v 11. And, you know, there was (laughs) I kind of get where people were coming from because, you know, when I grew up, when I was started to be the age of 10, 11 years old, you know, you're playing on this big, massive field and that's just all you knew because that's what you would see on TV. And it felt like, man, that's just the real game of soccer. And technically, yeah, at some point, you know, soccer is 11 v 11, but developmentally, it probably was not the best thing for kids um, being on a big field with a big ball. And uh, you just there was so much that wasn't going on that's going on now that the country's moved towards small sided games. So what you're starting to see around the world and around the country is clubs going to like 7v7 soccer, 9v9 soccer at those U9, U10 ages, U11, etc. And then even better at those young ages, we're seeing 3v3, 4v4 soccer. And I just love the fact that we've transitioned to this small-sided game approach. So it's so important, you guys as coaches, that you're incorporating small-sided games into your practices. And it's very easy to do. Um, Right now, across the United States in particular, there's kind of this theory of play, practice play. And basically that's kids show up, they get right into some sort of small sided game where that has 2v2, 3v3, 4v4, but they show up to practice and they just start playing these small sided games. And the thought process behind that is getting the kids activated, getting them energized. Every kid just wants to play the game versus just sort of training. Um, so I like that idea. There's some some hangups with it, but this play practice play but the key that i want you to understand here is small sided games not just immediately getting into like a full 7v7 9v9 type of game but doing these 3v3s 2v2s and 4v4s so what's the benefit of the small sided games well there's so many benefits to small sided games particularly for young players and even if you look at professionals When they train, they're doing a lot of small-sided games as well. So let's just dive into like why small-sided games are so awesome when it comes to teaching the kids about the game of soccer. So one, it allows players to make a lot more decisions. And ultimately, that's what we want. We want kids at young ages to be in situations where they got to make lots of decisions all the time and small-sided games allow them to make more of those decisions because they're seeing the ball so much more and when they're seeing the ball so much more they have to make more decisions with it so that's a one of the beauties of the small sided game um it allows for individual fitness training okay so a lot of times if you're just in big games kids just sort of stand and they get lost and they're not transitioning they're not moving 
So there's not a lot of fitness going on in small sided games. Kids are not allowed to hide very much. And there's constant transitioning down the field and back. So offense to defense, defense to offense. So they're getting a lot more fitness in because they're just moving more. Um, another thing that small sided games does is allows us as coaches to teach the game from a variety of situations. So when they're playing small sided, for us as coaches, we're able to kind of observe and stop play and teach kids many, many different aspects of the ball because again, the transition times are so quick from offense to defense and defense to offense. Uh, the big one that I love is it just allows more playing time for all the players. So when you're playing these large games, again, kids have a tendency to hide. Sometimes, you know, you might be scrimmaging another team and then you got subs and things like that. In small sided games, all the kids are participating. All the kids are more active, which is fantastic because that's going to increase the enjoyment of playing the game of soccer when you feel like you're more involved. And then again, kind of going to that hiding thing, like in the big game, I'll, I'll constantly see recreational teams kind of just planting kids on the 18 or a kid will just stand out wide. In a small sided game, when the field's smaller, there's less players, you can't really hide, so you have to get out, you have to transition. And I love that about small sided games, this transition aspect, and it forces all the kids to participate, to get involved. Um, one of the other things about small sided games that are really fun is there's just a lot more goals. Um, and I think when you talk around the country, like what are his knocks against maybe the game of soccer is like, well, it's just not very high scoring. And, and, you know, to a certain extent, if you don't know the game, you can't appreciate maybe how hard it is to score. But when you're with these young players, they all want to kick the ball in the net. They want opportunities to score goals. They want to kick them through cones. They want to feel like they're very involved. And that's what small sided games can do for these kids. And there's lots of scoring going on. So small side games, you should have games that are like, you know, 10, nine type of stuff. And that's fun for the kids. It's always fun to score goals. Uh, it allows the players to think more and, you know, they have to, because they're just, again, they're more involved. Okay. And another big one that we love about small sided games as coaches is it really allows kids to focus on their technique and then imply some of the tactical principles of the game of soccer, because again, they're not hiding, they're seeing the ball more. And when you see the ball more, you have many more opportunities to work on your technique and sometimes you're gonna to have to get that technique down under pressure quicker because there's just not as much space and time. And if players can learn how to do the correct technique when they're being pressured, it's gonna to translate to the bigger game when they have more space. And that's awesome because they're gonna feel so much more comfortable on the ball, all right? And then you can introduce certain types of tactical principles and shape principles. So. When you're playing small-sided games, right? Like imagine a 2v2, well, you can definitely coach pressure cover from the defensive side. You can coach creating situations where they're taking players on 1v1 by spreading out the field. Uh, if you cycle the 3v3, you, now you can do pressure cover balance defensively. You can talk about angles of support on offense. Um, so you can build these tactical principles and shape principles within a small sided game. So if I'm cycling to like 4v4, I can definitely kind of talk about how we wanna keep our shape, how we wanna be on the field in terms of our spacing and not just, you know, all of us going to one ball. 
So it's really cool to build again from kind of like small to big and they're gonna grow as they start learning in a small sided game. It'll be easier for them to start figuring it out on the bigger field. And then uh, of course the best one of the, uh, one of the best things about a small side game is just the massive amounts of opportunities for transitioning. And in soccer, typically the teams that transition the quickest, the fastest and the most effectively are more often than not the teams that are gonna have the most success. And that, that happens at the rec level, the youth competitive level, college pro, so on. Those teams that understand how to do the transition piece um, they just have the most success because they're moving the quickest. Um, they're putting people on their heels when they're transitioning on offense. When they get back on defense, they're stopping the attack. So the great thing about those small side games is the amount of opportunities they have to transition. So as coaches, I would highly encourage you to find time to put these small sided games into effect, whether this is kind of the play practice play model that I talked about, just immediately having kids jump into some three V threes, a couple fields they're playing, whether that's getting kids into two V twos in training where they're, you know, focusing not only on the two V two aspect, but creating one V one opportunities. Um, that's huge for the kids. And if you've got young players, you know, they're five, six-year-olds, getting them into these 1v1s. As they start cycling into the ages of seven and eight, we start to get into more 2v2s, 2v1 type of situations. As they start to hit more of the U9, U10s, we bring in a lot of that like 3v3, 4v4. And then as they get older, you know, we kind of get into some 5v5s. But again, even the, even the pros, they're, they're doing a lot of those 4v4s, 5v5s. Um, those type of things because it keeps them active, it keeps them engaged, and players at all level want that. So make it a goal for yourself to incorporate those small-sided games. Think about the numbers and what um, technique principles you can really talk about, um, what tactical principles you can address within those within those small-sided games. And you're really going to help your players as they transition, um, as they get older onto the the bigger field, the bigger game, so to speak. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. I hope you found this helpful. Get out there, get those kids in some small-sided games. This is Coach Tall Guy out.